321 Ghost. I'm your host, Natalie. And with me, as always, is Kyle. Hey, how are you? It's Kyle. Hello. Happy Friday the 13th. We're here. Happy Friday the 13th. I, gosh, you know, well, you think we probably get one a year at least, right? Sometimes we'll get a a couple. It's like so I, I was, I read, I, I looked into this. I did not write down the exact amount and years this year. There's mm. only one Friday the 13th and we're lucky enough to have it in October. So it's, extra that's what I was going to say, but there are years that have up to three. Dang Friday the 13th, especially when the only ones in October, it's kind of like having your birthday so close to like Christmas. If you celebrate, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so, so, but, so, but, I, but sometimes we were like, nah, let's, let's cash in and have like double all the down. celebrating and just double down and just, just go, just yeah. go wild, you know? So, and, and I think that's the approach I want to take is we are in a, a surplus of, you get two spooky holidays in one month. Oh, oh yeah. I love it. Yeah. And if, if everyone hasn't guessed it already, this is our our bonus episode, and this might be an ongoing theme of Friday the 13th on Friday the 13th. We are going to be talking about the OG 1980, Friday the 13th. Classic. And I, you know, because it's a bonus episode, I really, I dug into some things, but I have to give a shout out to the 13th being in October because... And, and also just a plug for this. And I think you'd agree because you're the one who told me to watch this show. Finding Veil starts today. And I think Does everyone it? needs to watch it. Yes, it's it's uh, it's a Friday the 13th. They, come on, they couldn't miss that opportunity for season oh, two. It's so great. It. Like Courtney Cox and Greg Kinnear are just killing it. So I, I had to I had to recommend that show. And then if you're not already watching the Chucky series, it it's now a week into season three. I I love Friday the 13th. I think my biggest critique is that so many people do not, or they think that it's bad luck, or you know, they're like, oh, like it's it's like a full moon, and it's like people are crazy and all of those things. So I I did a little bit of research, which was a lot less fun than I thought it was gonna be, because for all the montages that I have watched of people doing research. It was not like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Did you go um, to the local library and use one of those newspaper things where you go through no. and you find out about the witch that was hung, you know, like back in 1870 that lives under your property? No, I, I oh, went okay. to the World Wide Web. And the unfortunate thing about this, I was like, ooh, like this is going to be fun and spooky. And there's going to be some creepy reasons why Friday the 13th has this stigma because it didn't start with this franchise, believe it or not. And guess what? It ended up being really historical and slightly religious. And I thought to myself, I started writing notes and I said, am I going to like give a whole 
historical lecture on the meaning of Friday the 13th. And I said, no, this is not a history podcast. And this research is paper thin. So I'm curious, Kyle, did you do, did you do any reading the significance of Friday the 13th? Cause I know we talked about the number 13. Um, I, that's what I was doing right now. I was like quick pulling up our schedule and <laughs> just keeping my brain in check. Um, cause no. And like, you know, talking a little bit about just like 13, but then like, I don't know where the Friday part comes in. It's so it's... uninteresting. It's unbelievable. Okay. We don't need to know. And you know what? Audience, no, I, I have, we don't have time have... for it. I have four four things to say of why it's not interesting. So basically, you've got a Norse myth is where it starts with 12 gods who are having dinner. And then the 13th god shows up and just fucks the party up, just fucks everything up. It's Loki, mm. spoiler alert. And that is one, one big myth that started the stigma on the the uh, number 13 and the other one is religious like, and has to do, do you like dinner parties yes we do like a dinner party do you like the last supper because that's the other dinner party <laughs> that's the most uh famous dinner the most party murder famous, mystery the most famous dinner party murder mystery is the last supper okay so there's 13 people at that party so apparently judas was the 13th person to arrive at this dinner party and of course as you all know that was jesus's last dinner party so those two things and then apparently so that's your 13 the friday piece the earliest significance they could find is in a play from the 19th century as soon as i read the words 19th century i was like they lost me already it read 19th century, and it's literally a quote from a play, a French play, and he says that he was born on a Friday the 13th, and he's had bad luck his entire life ever since, and that apparently cascaded some things. But again, paper thin research. So if anybody wants to, you know, share if they know more, um, you know, we'd be happy to happy to read it. We'd be happy to field. You know, we have we have a research team for this. I don't know why you're you're doing this. You know, we have people off. on the payroll. They need time off as well, and so I took on the task. The other thing that I learned that I did think was interesting is that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I again, paper thin research. Didn't even write down the university. So go ahead, find it random university somewhere in the u.s again not not hit this is why we have the research team okay so 17 to 21 million people in the u.s apparently have like a very crippling fear of friday the 13th to the point where like they'll take the day off from work they won't leave the house um retail sales they lose millions of dollars every friday the 13th because people don't want to go out um, that to me is fucking wild, especially when it isn't like, and I wonder if the P, you know, who knows, we, we got to bring someone on here, but like, I wonder like of those 17 to 21 million people, do they know those, the, the things that you were just citing? Like, and they say, that's why they're like, ah, oh, well, clearly it's because Judas was the 13th asshole to show up and look what happened. So, you know, I'm scared. Yeah, that, like that's just... what I wonder, because, you know, in, you know, in the horror community and people who love spooky things, like anything that is, you know, maybe a little bit 
frowned upon to be like, you know, like I have my little shelves that are shaped like coffins and, you know, like we celebrate Friday the 13th and do fun, spooky things. And it, it's so funny because you don't realize that there are actually people who are completely the opposite because we're like submerged in this world of like spooky is good. It's a bummer for them, but you know what? Hey, if that's, may they live their best lives. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. This is a big one. This is a big franchise. And, um, you know, Halloween was the first of the the biggins that we got into. And now we have Friday the 13th slash just Jason as, you know, a pillar of horror. I'm curious what your thoughts are on this franchise as a whole. I won't ask you to rank them or anything, but I know you've watched all of them more recently than I have. This is like a, yeah, I think most recent, like, I mean, I watched this one a couple times in preparation and then earlier this year, a year ago, might have been last summer, um, where, yeah, I watched all of them just like, you know, front to back and because it just been such a long time since I had and, you know, they all just kind of, kind of bleed together pun intended uh, um <laughs> after a while especially because like they all take you know well generally a lot of them take place at the camp crystal lake or at least eventually they end up there and you know again it's all just camp counselors in cabins and they all just you know it, it all mixes together but these movies like you know i used to not like you know, like I, I really watched them a bunch as a kid and got scared a bunch and didn't watch them for a long time. And then like when I was in high school or maybe like even before that, when I was watching some other horror movies, even though like I was watching a lot of trash, I would kind of not like stick my nose up at this movie, but it's like, you know, I'd be like, oh, that's the boring, just like, oh, okay. You know, that's where all the slasher tropes come from, you know? And I also didn't latch on as much with, Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees because, you know, again, I like the murder mystery, the mystery mm-hmm. part of it. That's why this movie is 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 better than I ever and each time I watch it again, it's it's better than I remember it. And I do enjoy this movie a lot, even though I agree. You know, definitely some some issues, but mm-hmm. I um this this series is unique to me in a couple of ways. One your main killer especially the killer of this franchise as you know him doesn't really show up until part three yeah because because the second one he's got a bag on his head that's not jason has a massive bag on his head no if you showed any anyone you know who's probably under 25 that picture of you know jason with the bag over his head they'd be like i don't know who the fuck that is but if if you saw that hockey mask you'd know well, right, and the hockey mask doesn't show up until the third one. Yeah, and so it's it's wild where like just like that kind of iconography, like you have to get to the third movie and like a like a chunk into the third movie before he even mm-hmm. finds that hockey mask in that dude's bag or whatever and puts it on. But I also think this first one's fun. I also think what's unique about this one compared to, and this is you know opinion of course, but maybe backed up a little bit by like you know critical reception but this franchise is interesting too where i feel like it doesn't really hit its stride like it hits its high mark i would say four and six are the best ones and you can't say that for like any other franchise unless you want to get real cute and say like 
a new hope is episode four you know then you could say four through six yes would be the best here and it's and when i i don't mean i don't mean four through six with friday the 13th four and a six because five i don't know yeah it's it's the ambulance dude like that not having it but yeah is it like where is like you know yeah sure my favorite nightmare on elm streets are probably three and four you know but i think people would argue that the first nightmare and the first halloween are the best like maybe chucky Mm -hmm. you would probably say that you like one of the later ones better than the first one you know but that's they're still figuring out what made chucky so great but um i don't know what do do you think i i completely agree and you you took a lot of my notes and just rephrase them in a different way of when I think about Jason, I do put him in the same category as Michael Myers. I enjoy them in a very different way than I enjoy a lot of my other favorite franchises. And I think it's because they don't talk. There's not personality there. Like, mm-hmm. I know you can argue like actors bring like a certain walk, a certain slice, a certain, you know, physicality to those characters. But I love a sassy, smart mouthed, like, killer like that's yeah yeah, doll or freddy um but what i what i really enjoy about friday the 13th is the more ridiculous it gets is when it like really hits for me so some of like i i do enjoy this this first film and i i think it's unique in the way that there is no jason and i think mrs Voorhees is great in a lot of ways and um that I think I enjoyed her the most in this particular watch that I, I watched prior to recording. Yeah. But like, I agree with you. I think four and six are two of my favorites as well, but I also like, I'm going to throw this out here real early. I can love Jason X. The older I okay. get, the more I love it. I love it. Like, I was worried you were going to say like takes Manhattan or something, but no, 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 takes Manhattan had a lot of potential and it's just kind of boring, but, um, it's very boring. I also, I also like that. What is it? 2009 remake on two. I think it's really fun. I think it's a different take on Jason that they didn't, you know, that they hadn't explored. I think it's kind of fun. And, um, if I gave you my top five Jason movies, yeah. Yeah, that remake would be in there. Um, yeah, it's. I think it's great. I also argue, you know, that dude is probably the best Jason. He's great. Scary. Yeah. Super scary. You know, yeah. like, and so that, so, no, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I it's know. really fun. Yeah. So I think for me, this franchise has a lot of highs and lows, and I never watch them back to back like I don't marathon them I don't watch them even like if I'm gonna go through the whole series it will take me like probably the whole year because I'd watch like once a month instead of watching them like one after the other because I do get a little bored yeah I start to lose focus and like you said they do they bleed together even Um, when I was watching them back to back they were a lot and so that's what made it tough 
that's why I enjoyed when it got like a little more out there and a little strange. Yeah. So, but I hear you. Yes, it stands out. So one of the interesting things too about this franchise, it, which is hilarious, that so there's been this whole legal rights battle going on for a long time. That's not the hilarious part. That's just unfortunate for all of us who would watch a Friday the Thirteenth movie every year if they put them out. I will keep watching them. Jason could go anywhere, anywhere, and I'll watch it. Like, let's do it. Put him in all the places. But there's 12, technically 12, like Friday the 13th and or Jason movies, which is crazy because at some point they're going to have to do another movie and it will be the 13th. And it's been so long. I think people are going to lose their shit over it. But what really is weird to me is that there's been this ongoing conversation of this crystal lake series that's supposed to come out and i thought it was supposed to be this year of 2023 but now it's saying 2024 and i think that they're already starting to have issues with the legality of this television series it's supposed to be on peacock um but i honestly don't have much interest in watching it i would like to see i'd like to see jason on the big screen again yeah, no, I absolutely. I think um, of all of those remakes from that time, you know, like 2005 to 2010, um, yeah, the ones I remember, well, okay, House of Wax is awesome. But that one's really good. Yeah, like House of Wax and then this one are super fun. But also, but House yeah. of Wax was easier because I don't have the same sort of nostalgia for yeah. the Vincent Price movie or even the one I think that I think that was already based off another movie already um I think so too. Wax, but work. yeah just and these movies are so much fun it's like yeah you know they bleed together but then also sometimes I'm like you know you, you struggle with the parts of these movies where you know a lot of the tropes were either based off of or you know started um mm-hmm. I think as far as like you know you think of like the 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 rules that randy reads or randy tells everybody in scream right it's like all oh, that's just based off like even not necessarily even like halloween it was like halloween was like teenagers and yes they were having sex but it, i don't know if it was like maybe i'm giving it more credit say like it wasn't clearly that as much because like you know michael myers was like coming back to his house and killing like his family and people that were just yeah. in the house and so and in even this this first movie, I'm like, well, you know, I was like trying to figure out like how could I like narratively like just justify the gratuitous nudity, even though like really like watching this movie that is not gratuitous anymore, you no. know. But I'm thinking like, well, you know, okay, so you have this um, a woman who has you know a child that goes to this summer camp, and you know, and if you know specifically that that's why he drowned is because the people that are supposed to be watching him were off fucking and being Mm -hmm. you know just like irresponsible teenagers and shit i can understand at least a little i can not justified of course you know to go and (laughs) murder people but i could see that like like in the opening scene of this movie where when two counselors go off to have sex like that like sets off this like traumatic trigger in her and she Mm -hmm. just goes into murder mode like you know and then she starts hearing like killer mommy killer killer you know that shit at the end i love that shit and for the such little screen time she actually gets oh (laughs) she's so good but i think uh yeah 
Yeah, it's um, it's definitely. I mean, there's even like a it and gosh, you'll have to remind me which one, which movie it is, but where they set up that whole like trap for for Jason, where they like have like young teenagers or like or no wait, am I thinking of? Jason X. Jason X. Yeah, where yeah. he's like in a they, VR like, like type of situation and there's like just kids like smoking weed and drinking and fucking and he just can't take it. Like he's got to kill them. Like I love that they make a joke out of his need to like go after misbehaving teens. But it's um, I, I feel for this franchise rewatching it now after seeing every type of slasher like we've watched so many that now it feels old hat because you're like, okay, we've seen this so many times, but really they did create a lot of the things. So, okay, I brought I pulled up the whole franchise on Rotten Tomatoes. There's like an at a glance type of situation, which I really appreciate. And I know Rotten Tomatoes isn't the be all end all, but the reason why I actually would like to share it is because these ratings are so all over the place. And when I look at how low some of them are, and there's shitty, shitty movies that we have watched that have higher ratings than some of these, like much higher, I think you're going to be shocked. Are you ready? I would I'm going to rapid fire. I would argue, I'm just going to make like one wild guess. Is yeah. this one the best rated? Is Does this one have the highest? Of course. Okay. Yes, but I think you'll be surprised at who the the runners up are. So I hope you're ready for this shit because it blew my mind. Okay, are you going from worst to highest or highest? I'm to going worst? in just chronological, going chronological order. Okay, chronological. Unless you want me to do top three first. No, no, go go chronological. Okay. Chronological. So Friday the Thirteenth, the movie we're discussing today, it is. It's got a little tomato, so sixty three percent, which. I actually expected it to be maybe higher, but I expected lower. Oh, okay. I think for any of these movies, I expect like nothing nothing higher than 30 for these movies. Get ready. Friday the 13th, part two, 29%. So we took a huge dip. Huge dip. dip. Okay. Part three, 7%. That might be the lowest that I've like seen of a movie that I actually enjoy. Like I don't, I don't love it's, part three. I would not, I would not say part three is the worst one. No, seven percent. It has the lowest rating. Okay. Just spoiler alert there. Manhattan's probably the worst one. Manhattan is the worst as well. It's, Though Jason goes to hell sucks too. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, so yeah. part three, seven percent. Then we go to Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. It's not the final chapter. Um, 24%. Dang, that's my favorite one. Okay, so we go up. So I'm giving uh, unofficially 13th, giving rankings. Friday the 13th, A New Beginning gets 18%. So mm. down a little bit. Then we get to Friday the 13th, Part 6, 50%. I like that. <laughs> Sounds so good compared to just 18 right? and 7. And, right? But no, that that is, yeah, that one's my second favorite. Or I'll my favorite. It. I don't know. Again, yeah. those, two are the, those two are the high marks. Right? Okay, then you've got Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. That is going to be a 35%. Okay. Still high. I think that's high. Um. Kyle's least favorite Friday the 13th part eight Jason takes Manhattan 11% I just look I if you're you know 
if you're going to take Manhattan, you got to do it as good as the Muppets did it. And I just think he was on a boat the whole fucking time. And then I was not taking Manhattan. No, he he took the boat. Yeah. It was like it was like speed to cruise control. He took the boat, the boat to some Voorhees. docks in Toronto to make it look like New York. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And um, then they put okay. then they put him in the sewer. This is this is where I start to have real beef. Is these last three? So the internet can fight me on this one. Jason X has nineteen percent. I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that should've, to go up. Should have switched those digits. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit a little bit hurt on that one curious to hear your thoughts on this one freddie versus jason you missed jason 40... goes to hell no i did not did i go uh, did i go past it i think so i did you're right okay back to jason goes to hell the final friday 16 percent. not again not the final friday <laughs> it's not no it's not the final chapter it's not the final friday it's nothing's final here um so okay we wouldn't you love next. like a friday friday the 13th crossover like the final final friday oh with like gosh, ice cube yes. chris tucker and jason yeah write someone a letter we need to make that happen that's yeah. the kind of crazy shit that i'm talking about that we need from from this franchise so okay freddy versus jason has a 41 percent. what do you what do you think about that Sorry, what was the remake? Freddy versus Jason. Oh, Freddy versus Jason. Sorry, that's um, the Fre- second highest. That's wild because it's probably. Oh no, it's not. It's the third highest because part six. Yeah, that's wild because it's probably in my bottom three of Jason movies, and also yeah. just because I I just think like, gosh, is is gratuitous and violent and, you know, immature as the eighties movies were. Well, Freddy vs. Jason is just, it is hard to watch. It Ugh, is. The language they use, the just the, it's all. It's very dated. So dated. It's so awful. And it was just like, I think I've said before just how like that period of time was just so, just such a shitty time to like be in mm-hmm. high school. Because that's like when that, you know, I think we were both in high school at that yep. time. The thing, the thing about Freddy versus Jason is that Freddy is the best part of that movie. Like Jason. You can't put like I don't if there's this whole like everyone wanted Freddy to go against Jason. And I'm like, who the fuck is rooting for Jason over Freddy? Maybe that's a hot take, but like Freddy has my money hands down. Like all day. Yeah. If I had to be murdered by one of them, I'd go Freddy, even though he's got weird, crazy stuff. Like, yeah, because you get like it. a fun dream situation first. Yeah. And I would at least be able to like appreciate the set design, you know, be like, yeah, oh, no. this okay. is what you created. He's going to kill me yeah <laughs> like that though maybe it won't because it's like i feel like the scariest i don't know oh being sucked into that waterbed <laughs> and what was that part three yeah no beginning of part no four. that's sorry beginning um, of part four well johnny depp goes into the bed not into the bed i'm talking about when the when the dude's like sleeping yes, and then yes, the woman yes. comes up you know yes. and she's like oh come in and she she's naked of course and yeah. Because how else do you sleep inside a waterbed? You don't wear clothes. Come on. No, um, you're swimming. Yeah, when you're inside the mat. You know. yeah. And, uh, mm, okay, sorry. No, it's <laughs> okay. I, so, and then what's- 41% what is too high. Um, and I think I'm going to give Freddie credit for the the higher score on that. 
Um, and then the last one, the the remake, Friday the 13th, 2009, has a 25%. I thought you were shocked, but you were yawning. <laughs> Jesse, well, both. I just saw I, your mouth open and I was like, oh my God, he's so shook. <laughs> I am shook. I, hmm. And you know, it's funny because I didn't watch it for the longest time because I was like, eh, you know. I loved it from out, day one. Really I it. Saw- yeah. And then I, and then I watched it and I'm like, this is this is a lot of fun a lot of this is a lot of fun and i do think that you know they i don't know they they change up the tropes a little bit in a way where it's pretty fun but not you know it's it's a good movie it feels very of its time but not in the shitty way that freddy versus jason does if that makes sense like you feel the like the stupid nostalgia of like the dumb jokes of 2009 but like it doesn't feel like oh we're using like really offensive language to like show you that it's 2003 in freddy versus jason so um yeah interesting interesting stuff i just i had to share that because when i looked at it i was quite shocked and all of them have a higher audience score than the critic score with the exception of friday the 13th the one that 1980 that makes sense yeah interesting kind of some some fun stuff there so uh i i had to make sure that i that i shared it so let me ask you Mm -hmm. just more in general here you know there are there are two things that you will not be seeing either of us do excitedly and willingly you know one of them is flying we've talked about that Uh uh-huh but we still do it because we understand the function of it and yeah and um camping just we don't have to (laughs) yeah don't have to well sometimes i do i so um out of yeah you're (laughs) you're let's just establish this now kyle is a more like supportive loving partner than i so he does go camping more than i do which is hilarious because my husband and son go camping all the time. Well, now you have a kid, so you're just like, take him. Yeah, <laughs> you've got, We. I literally made you a person to go camping yeah. with. Leave me the fuck alone. I made a human for you to camp with. Let me stay I home even... and watch people get killed while camping. Have you Have you ever done like uh, like a summer camp? like this before anything like that like a like a sleepaway camp situation yeah no never i i didn't want to leave my mom's side and i had already seen all these movies by the time i was old enough to go to one of these camps so absolutely not i i've only done this once and and it wasn't summer it was um it was in middle school um i mean i think i think most the middle schools in San Diego County did this at some point. Um, maybe I don't know. Anyone go to Thurgood Marshall Middle School circa 1998? Let me know. <laughs> um, and, and and let me know what, where we went camping. But it was like a week long thing where you know we all got on buses and we went. And it was a cabin thing where there you know, but there were like big cabins that had like a bunch of like yeah. lined bunk beds and things yeah, yeah. like that. And um, I don't remember much of it. One thing I do remember specifically is having um, <laughs> the fucking book I brought with me. I'm awesome. I, w- I wish you knew me in 1998 because <laughs> I just here I am just, you know, 10 year old Kyle walking around just not having any of this, um, but carrying around my book of it wasn't 
it wasn't the novelization of I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, but it was the, like, it was like, just like the book and you just hold it, you know, save up a book, but it's like you, it, it was like the script of the movie. And I don't think it was the exact script. So I'm sure they made some changes while they were filming it. But then thinking back, I was like, so here I am just, I would, I would, I read, I still know what you did last summer, probably like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, who is the audience for this? I was thinking back to it. I was like, it's not like anybody went and saw that movie when it came out. Who was like, you know, bookstores you. need to have, oh, other than weird, weirdo 10 year olds, <laughs> who is this for? But I, I did think that was pretty fun. I do remember that, but that was my camping trip. So I'm getting my, it's like getting my slasher wires mixed up, you know, but, uh, I also liked that, oh God, you know, how how relieved I was to find out that it wasn't communal showers, that they had little, uh, hmm. little stall things. Ooh, I don't know. Just yeah, I, so much anxiety for a middle school boy. I'm shocked about two things in that story. One is yeah. that you had a situation where you went to some sort of summer camp that wasn't during the summer. That's even weirder. It was I'm, in the winter because I think I even remember it like almost like snowing, but not even really snowing because it's California. So there were like yeah, some flakes and I was like, what is this? But I'm, I don't even remember where it was and what the situation was. I do have like snapshot pictures of just like having hot dog. Well, not like mental pictures of like, you know, I think we had hot dogs one night. That makes sense. And then yeah. there was maybe like a uh talent show at the end of the week but i don't remember any of that and your I remember... mom probably knows i bet your mom knows where you went and if she doesn't then but okay the second thing that i'm surprised about in that story is that you found a way to work in i know i still know what you did last summer i know it's so good <laughs> that movie's great, so bad great job great job we'll talk Thanks. about it at some point um i think so too i think i think it's important let let's let's an hour in let's uh let's get into it yeah so we'll, we, we, yeah we can talk a little bit about the movie oh you yeah, want to talk can, about the movie we can have a couple notes about the movie i'm i mean i i i wasn't gonna you know discredit our audience and say like we're gonna go through this movie that you've maybe seen many many times um or if you're watching it for the first time how exciting for you um i i would consider this groundbreaking horror um i think the most okay i'm just gonna start with this logo situation let's start there this yeah. friday the 13th logo that zooms to the screen and breaks through the glass i think that was like a big deal in 1980 but the interesting thing to me is that like that kind of becomes jason's thing like of like breaking through the glass and kind of like grabbing people in later installments but doesn't happen in this one. So I'm not really sure where that glass breaking situation is like, what, what is that supposed to be? I think your, it's just startling. He, and it's funny. Cause it's not, wasn't one of them in 3d later this is on, not the one, but this yeah. isn't the one though, but, but no. you would think having that, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. it's uh just caught my eye. I, yeah. I like the block letters. I think it's nice. I think it's cute. Even though that's not the font you like, now you see is that kind of like blood like mm -hmm. you know kind of font situation you know one that kind of ripped off for the logo but for our logo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but it's, yeah it's inspired by inspired, inspired by not ripped off by you know. yep yeah, any lawyers listening to that inspired and <laughs> inspired there's a very by. clear difference um yes, yes. yeah <laughs> where were we <laughs> just, just the logo we barely touched the surface <laughs> of this movie i'm yeah. um, i okay something that i do like about this movie it kind of gives you a little bit um of a fake out on your meeting annie uh at the beginning so you're kind of under the mm-hmm. impression that like I, I don't even know if there was an establishment of like there being a final girl at this point in time but you know every time i watch this movie i fully fully forget that Annie is not like in this movie. I'm like, oh, she's she's gonna be at the camp any minute now running around watching people get murdered and she doesn't. She's like uh what's her face? Janet Lee in Psycho. Yes. And I ha- I have a couple things that, you know, they they really don't um, you know, I try to watch films from their time you know, like from the lens of someone in the 1980s or in 1980. But did you happen to notice that when he, when that man, first of all, she's getting a ride from a random man that drives a truck and he was so eager to volunteer to drive her there. So not super keen on that. Then when he helps her into the truck, he is fully cupping her ass cheek to assist her into the truck as if she is not a grown woman and can't climb a stair. It. I just never noticed that before. And I was like, wow, you still you still got a ride from him, though. I would have been out. And he commented on how good looking she is. Pretty pervy. Pretty pervy. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote, got, you know, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. You know, I got I did get worried a little bit when I saw the dog come in. So, of course, I got to Google again. I'm just like, hold on. Dog doesn't the dog die, doesn't right? even make it to the camp. So, yeah, which is great. The dog knows better. Yeah. <laughs> dog knows camp better. blood. No, thanks. Now, are you familiar with the snake story here? Oh. Well, you know the snake that they find in the cabin later on? Mm-hmm. And they kill it? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a real snake that they just killed. Just right there. Oh, they, they actually killed the snake? Yeah, that's what you're seeing on screen is an actual snake being like beheaded and chopped up. Yeah. It's, so I knew it was a real snake because it's clearly a real snake, but I thought that that part was practical. Yeah, and I guess the story goes is that that wasn't supposed to happen, that they weren't supposed to do it. So the 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 animal trainer like on set was like just completely distraught. Oh no. Like so um, Where did you find this information? Uh I was watching it with my wife and we were doing the Google does the dog die and mm. she was handling that. Um and then went down that rabbit hole and found the snake story but um so i it's so hard to remember the names of all these fucking camp counselors but the one who kills him kills the snake you know he fucking deserves to die so fuck him who gave him a real machete though is my other question like because that's the first time you see a machete in this franchise and that's a big deal for for jason eventually but i that shouldn't have even been a real a real weapon i know again so, though, 1980 so you know they were doing stupid shit and now there's um a lot more protections for our animals in show business um no and it. cgi is is putting in a lot of work for us as well so that's i don't even really care nice. 
one, I wouldn't even care if the CG looked fake if it meant you didn't have to include a real animal. And then yeah. also, I'm like, you know, we can figure Except out. Except for a maybe way a like... dog. Dogs like dogs. Dogs seem to enjoy acting, for the most mm, part. Yeah, that's that's true. Those Scooby Doo movies were a little <laughs> creepy. <laughs> they, they were a little rough. That's a different type of CGI dog. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's worse to look at the CGI dog or Freddie Prince Jr.'s wig. That's pretty they, bad. There's a lot of that bad. That was wigs. a wig, wasn't it? They're all wearing they're all wearing wigs. The only one that I'm not sure about is Matthew Lillard. Is that a wig? It's got to be a wig. Maybe not. I don't know. I'd I'd have to watch it. Yeah, I I watched that movie not that long ago with uh with Phil and you know I still enjoy it. I like both of them. I like the first and the second one. I um, heard the second one is better. I think they're both I think they're both great, but the second one they like they they really they really get into it. Yeah. It's very cartoony. Love it. Um yeah. That's okay. Well, that's sad about the snake. Thanks for sharing something upsetting. But uh um, sorry about that. What is not upsetting is a young Kevin Bacon. Industry legend. Come on. I, <laughs> I, I was I was waiting. I was like, there's your cue. Yeah, just here you go, here you go. Just <laughs> waiting to serve. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think the uh, Kevin Bacon in that bathing suit. Oh, yeah. Looking, oh, yeah. I, it's looking great. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, uh, Kevin Bacon. I when every time he dies in this movie, I'm like, why so soon? Why so early in the movie? Like, I know they didn't realize the value of what they had at this point in time, but um he he is an industry legend. He's got he's got some some fun fun titles under under his belt, and uh, yeah, he's he's great. I uh, he's just not in it as much, which is a bummer, yeah. you know. But I do think um, you know m- maybe this kind of opens up. Just kind of curious, um, do you where does that rank as far as the kills in this movie? I think his is kind of fun. I think it might be like at the top because also he he kind of gets like a really great situation because if like i'm thinking about it i'm like okay like you just had sex yeah you're smoking a joint you're unsuspecting that anything's going on and then yeah like you get stabbed in the throat but like he didn't he didn't know he was in danger he probably died within less than a minute so i mean yeah probably Uh, that's pretty i think that's a good way to look at it i think well yeah he only got that warning like for just a little bit when the, like the, the blood drops from the dude on the top bar oh yeah but other than that like uh yeah i well and because i think like most of these movies and that's kind of a frustrating thing with some of these movies is that like the i would say like 80 percent of the cast is killed off while the whoever the survivor group is like unsuspecting like people just, just disappear having a from normal here here. time yeah yeah so it's like by the time you know it's like your like final two or your final girl or whatever it's like oh shit there's someone here killing everybody and now all my friends are dead and you don't realize you know so it's i don't it's, know but i do think with kevin bacon's kill i think that's the best one because it's the one i felt was i yeah like i i think of that when i go to bed <laughs> like maybe not often but maybe there was a period like, of my life should i be checking under the bed when I had a, a period in my life where maybe I had like a, a thinner twin mattress. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but I don't know. So, you gotta get it, but to get the arrow all the way up there, just the physics of it. But you know, I don't, 
don't need to don't need to bother no, myself with it, that. If you start, yeah, if you start thinking about the physics of all that, it it can really mess things up. Like yeah, but um, I I also think that's what makes me a little bit bored when I watch these movies in sequence and like this movie particular like the one by one killing of the counselors feels like your survivor only survived out of sheer luck of being ignored for longer so that that bothers me and i'm like the other characters kind of they look kind of bored like they're playing strip monopoly but are they having fun like they're they're also like having fun smoking weed playing strip monopoly and i'm like they're bored as hell i was see and i was gonna say i was i couldn't come up with any examples i was like i wonder if there's better board games to strip to a bunch i would bet you know i'd think like twister but that's i think you should just start yeah there's no there's no component (laughs) yes they can just do twister (laughs) And then just see kind of where 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 its heads end up. And <laughs> there's, yeah, sorry. I was thinking, I was trying to think what strip clue would look like, <laughs> but okay. cards, that's not really cards. Cards are usually what you would do, like strip poker. Right. Like, there's no chance that that group did not have a deck of cards, but they chose Monopoly, the longest ever game. So yeah, it's fucking forever. And I was like, I want to, I want to see some naked people now. Damn it, this game takes like hours. She even said, you know, oh, I equity? hate Monopoly. Yeah. Hate Monopoly. But but one of the things I think that I when I think about all the slashers that I that are like my favorites, it's because the group of people is aware that they are being hunted pretty early on or by the second act. And then it creates yeah. a fun dynamic, like we said, like the mystery aspect of it. Whereas like this whole situation because it's not jason and it's not this menacing man in either a a sack or a hockey mask like people see mrs Voorhees, and the way that they react to her like you don't see her as the audience but the way the characters see her they're not threatened at first so you know you're in a situation where you're like okay this is a normal person that is attacking them so the red herring of the the um like the town the town harbinger or whatever you want to call him that who's a little bit uh, you're all doomed wikipedia says refers to him as the town soothsayer but i think that's a little much to call him like i mean oh you know the t- the town soothsayer crazy ralph <laughs> you know <laughs> which i did think it was pretty funny um when he was just like when he was in the pantry and comes out and he yeah, goes you're all we're... doomed and then just like gets on his like bicycle and he's just like looking behind him as he's bicycling away it would have been great though if he left the pantry like with a snack like he was like well since since i'm in here yeah it's like oh damn it asshole asshole fucking stuffed his pockets with lunch. fruit loops yeah <laughs> um you're gonna eat those fruit loops god damn it um <laughs> Yeah, no, I think with, you know, see, I was gonna say what only the like how it narratively makes a little bit more sense with this movie, I think maybe my frustrations more with the other movies when it's Jason as the killer, Mm -hmm. but like, where he's like sneaking around and shit. And I'm like, why, bro? Like, you 
you know, I don't know. But with stories like this way, it makes sense if it's like, since it's like an older woman, like you do have to kind of lure people away one by one. You do mm-hmm. have to kind of catch people off guard and use, and when you do meet people, like use that, yeah. you know, disarming. Look at me. I'm just a nice, just a nice mm-hmm. lady. Just a nice, nice sweet little mom. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. Like it works and it doesn't, but I also, I, I get it because I get frustrated when it's like, because even, gosh, you know, I've got the movie on in the background now and it's like, you know, the the pervy kind of camp kind of like owner, the head guy or whatever just gets oh, killed. Yeah. So you only have the two people left, but so far the last two people left still have no idea what's going on. That's kind of how interesting. Old, how old is everyone in this group is my question because you've got- Confusing. um you've got the camp owner who presumably has some sort of history with um why am i forgetting adrian king's uh character's name alice alice like he has some history with her but like how old is she and how old is he because he looks like he's like in his mid-30s to me but that could just be the 1980s of it all it's hard like i bet he's probably like 23 yeah yeah (laughs) it's like it's so hard to tell i made a note so i keep getting sometimes he looks a little bit like a like a curly haired glass like like jude law in disguise a little bit um but then also i wrote down he looks like kind of like the dad from boy meets world but with a mustache so but maybe i'm just getting that i didn't i didn't pick up on that at all so are we Um, presuming that they're all like college kids i and maybe he's a little older I guess so. I think you're supposed to think that they were like maybe teenagers, these camp counselors, but I don't think so. I think be, they're they could be 18, 19. Early 20s. Yeah. So but yeah. I know, yeah, that dude's like probably like 30. He's a creep. And yeah. everybody else. Maybe maybe Alice is still a little younger. Maybe she's who knows. Yeah. She just she looks a lot um you know, which I think is part of the the character type, like very like innocent. She's wearing less makeup than like a lot of the other girls. Um, she's got that very sweet haircut. It's like a bowl cut, but it's not a disarming bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it makes her it makes her look kind of like childlike, which is um, weird. Okay, another thing. We're just gonna jump around here. Yeah, is when they're all swimming and you've got Ned, who I hate. Um, Ned pretends to drown, which for Mrs. Voorhees is not a funny joke. Um, so we'll start there. But also, like, this is this is one of the the tropes that I think this movie really gets gets some credit for is pranks. We've been friends for a long time. And yeah. we've watched many a movie with people pulling pranks on each other. And I think that should be added to the, our list of things that we do not fuck with. Nobody's pranking anybody. I don't even like surprises. Like, even if it's Me like, either. I, um, we had a surprise birthday for my brother's 40th earlier this mm-hmm. year. And and it was great. It was a lot of fun. You know, we put a lot of put a lot of effort into it. For a lot of people, it was real great. But um, I do remember saying, like, as nice as this is, and as much as I'm a hope, I'm hoping my brother is enjoying this. I turned to my wife and said, "Don't do, don't pull that on me. Don't surprise me <laughs> with anything because I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like I like being prepared, and I just uh, 
I don't know. So like, even when it's something pleasant, I'm like, yeah. no, I'm good. I like to see things coming from a mile away. I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I'm the funny. same. I don't like pranks. I don't like surprises. And um, for some for some reason, I think I think my husband does like surprising people because he's he's pulled a couple on on me that ended up being good but I just I'm the same way I don't like being caught off guard and I'm gonna quote my son because this is the funniest shit ever I was trying to surprise him which like hypocrite over here and he said I he said tell me what it is and I said no it's it's a surprise that defeats the purpose and he said I don't need surprises I need answers and that is now my forever mood. I don't need surprises. <laughs> I need answers. That's pretty fun. <laughs> um, like, yeah, that's the vibe. I'm going to ask you a serious question. Mm, um, you know, gosh, well, a lot of these movies, you know, motherhood is a pretty constant through line, you know, for some of these. And sometimes, yeah. unfortunately, is the blame for <laughs> a lot of, you know, people killing people. It's always the mom's it's real. fault somehow. There is there is a lot but, of uh, scientific studies to back that shit up too. But would you would you go on a killing spree <laughs> if if you if you sent your son to this camp and people were and lifeguards were supposed to be watching him Oof. and because they went off and got high and fucked and and left and he drowned because and they were supposed to be watching him you would well, would you at least briefly consider going on a murder spree and killing everyone i would think so i mean maybe i would i, I think i might but I'm trying to know, think uh okay i'm gonna look at this from a couple of different angles so the first the first thing is in a situation where let's say there's a lifeguard Okay, your lifeguard's supposed to be watching this this boy or whatever camp counselors are supposed to be watching. Those camp counselors are not going to be held responsible for that boy's death because they did not kill him. So by law, like they did not murder that child. Well, because I don't think we even know exactly the counselors that did. Like, did she kill no. the response that any of the counselors? Because none of them were. Or Who were knows? they the counselors in 1958 in the opening scene? Very well could have been the ones that were directly involved in it. But yes. I think that I think that's the case. But in so now looking at it, so like knowing that like they would not be held responsible and knowing that like I've I've got a hot temper, especially when it comes to my son um, or just in general. But if we're in a situation where like there's drowning involved, it would be more of a situation where in that moment I would be so ragefully angry. Like I would attack the fuck out of them in that moment and someone would have to stop me. So that that's my honest answer. I wouldn't go after random camp counselors afterwards. Like they had nothing to do with that shit. That's not fair. Um, now, if like maybe voices in my head were telling me to, who knows? Maybe I would. Um, but but no, I I don't think I would. I would after the fact go and murder them. But I would want to absolutely. Like I would want them to rot in prison for the rest of their lives and just have miserable lives. Like I just wanted yeah. to get it on tape, so you know yeah. when if Phil anything gets a happens, older, I can also well one. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll see if this can get uh, subpoenaed. He did murder. But then also, like, you know, to show, like, hey, she is gonna, she will kill for you. Absolutely. You know, she's looking out. She loves you. This is probably a a bad thing to say while being recorded, but Joel and I have had uh this conversation where it's like, I will help him bury a body. Joel will not. So, you know, if anything crazy ever happens, he's probably innocent, and it's probably me that's up to no good. Like, I, uh, that, I think that is that, the type of mom I am. <laughs> I think that there is a higher percentage of mothers than we even think. Well, maybe, you know, and you know a little more personally, higher percentage that we would think that would not help murder somebody. But if they, if your kid comes to you and says, okay, here's what happened, <laughs> or even if it's a fit of rage <laughs> or like whatever, like, I think they them hide the body i oh, think yeah. definitely wasn't there yeah. like a movie or a show about this too i think there was there's tons like... there's tons there are there are mothers who have gone to prison and just taken the fall for what their kids have done and then their their children end up feeling guilty and confess like in real life yes in real life mm. w- women have gone to jail for their children like and it's it's wild like there's just there's nothing that can describe that reasoning. The same thing, like we were crossing, we were crossing the street today, and this car was like charging t- towards the stop sign. Rather than pulling Phil out of the road, I like jumped in front of him. Like, what? What am I? The bumper? Like that makes yeah. no sense. So, you know, I sympathize with Mrs. Voorhees. Um, going to prison for somebody—that's a. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there, I don't know if there's a sequel to The Giving Tree. Maybe there's maybe that happens next. I just I feel um I I feel for her because that would be a fucked up situation and she clearly snapped because her you know, her voice just uh her little killer mommy. Killer. Dude, she's it's, so cool. It's fucking creepy. Yeah, I um it's when I got the movie on in the background. It's it is twenty four minutes before the end of the movie, and Alice just realized uh, that someone's dead. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a pretty quick thing, but I don't know. And then it's, does uh, she like take a nap after that, or is that before she finds it? Oh no, that's bef- the after. That was before. Yeah. I'm like, ev- yeah. well, literally, almost everybody is dead. And she's taking a nap. That's pretty good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think ultimately, like the movie's fun. It's, it's effective yeah. and it's a classic. And it doesn't, um, you know, it has the tropes, but it doesn't go fully overboard with them just yet. Mm-hmm. It's hum- humble beginnings. I think so. You know, I think what I would have preferred, I just, I just liked, um, you know, Mrs. Voorhees so much in this that one. I think she gets a little bit of a short shaft in terms of like, you know, all the famous, you know, slashers, right? Because mm-hmm. like, I mean, I think we know in her well, and I think we know, I recognize that sweater and that haircut, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And, but I think just because Jason takes over, and that was the other thing too, I think what makes this movie or this series like Halloween is that both involve a lot of movies around a killer that the original creator didn't want you know so you have michael myers it was only supposed to be in that one movie and this one where 
you know, the original writer, like, didn't he, he thought it like undermined the whole thing to have Jason be a villain and still be alive mm-hmm. later on because you know that that's just is that's what's what's propelling Mrs. Voorhees to do what she's doing you know well, literally literally all she needed to do is fucking wait until morning and find out Jason's still alive he's just hanging out in that in that lake <laughs> like so okay this is why did he wait the, until <laughs> this is the thing the audience like Sadly, oh, depending who you think if he actually is in that lake or not also too. well we i we, we're gonna talk about that too but here's the thing when it comes to a creator like they have this grand wonderful idea like obviously any of these first movies of a franchise is like money talks the audience gets to decide what comes next essentially because you know you fucking know when jason popped out of that water everyone lost their shit people were probably terrified and that is what made jason the what's left because she when she says but then he's still there like oh my gosh you just opened a whole fucking pandora's box of movie after movie after movie of for some reason now a grown man instead of a zombie child i guess but i have a question and i don't know if this is ever answered why does why does jason have the appearance that he has is that ever addressed you mean just like waterlogged and deformed i think that's just that's the thing was he was he deformed before dying is my question I don't think so. I don't know if they like alluded to the fact that like maybe, you know, he had like maybe like special needs or something, but like not necessarily that there was some sort of like a physical, you know, yeah. some physical deformity or something. I don't So I don't... he's just supposed to be deformed because of the water. I never no, I just never no, really actually, thought about it. I'm sorry. This is why, like, when when Mrs. Voorhees is talking at the end and giving her whole spiel, they do other flashbacks. So you see Jason before he jumps out of the water at the end because it's in her flashbacks. You see him drowning, and and he does have you know like um, he does have um, like a, a larger cranium, and it looks yeah. like you know his eyes are not on the same you know yeah plane. I don't know how to describe it. Um, only just because literally it was just playing. In the background okay. again but um her sweater matches that couch hmm. <laughs> but yeah i and the other thing is you know i think also you know M- mrs Voorhees doesn't get i think the full credit she deserves because i think she mm-hmm. in a way is 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 a different but just as effective type of killer right i'm impressed by especially her yeah her strength at the end she really throws down with alice Ooh, there yeah and because she's Alice, hanging people same thing with uh fucking um rebecca gayhart you know from urban legend she's just mm-hmm. hanging people up from trees and doing the whole thing and rage, like, that's a little rage can get you far when it comes to physical strength and yeah. i'm sorry but alice is like a frail bird the fact she like doesn't even like she doesn't even try to f- fight back I see that old woman in the sweater and be like all right you want to fucking throw down i would start grabbing weapons and knock her out like yeah. you're you're a young woman like go after her um they, pace they her. don't yeah they do the the other thing i i wished they would have leaned into more in the other movies is 
like I like no matter who's dead or who's alive I like the but I know Jason doesn't talk but like I don't know like I love them both being in each other's heads and I I wished that that Mrs. Voorhees was more I know this might not be a a good example but like i wish she was more like skeet Ulrich in those sc- newer scream movies where she's like an active participant you know more mm. even actually more so than skeet Ulrich, where she is she knows what's going on and she sees but she's in jason's head just being like oh yeah i seen that bitch the way she does this and this and this yeah. and like and so she's around and like really kind of drives him a little bit more so he is just this dumb machine that she's driving a little bit Don't and i think that wasn't they that kind do of the case in the remake they do like a more so in the remake mm-hmm. but usually it's like these like stray like i love you jason something something yeah. so you know and like where he like pauses you know i think they're but i i feel like it's i, I would have wanted them to lean into that a lot more and have her yeah. be like an active part of this franchise though i did see that the woman that played uh mrs Voorhees was like this movie's trash, but you're all paying me a thousand dollars a day and I need a new car. So I'm going to do that. He, Betsy, Betsy Palmer. I think that was like a really crazy big deal that she was like in this movie because no one knew, obviously, because we don't want to, they didn't want to ruin the killer reveal. Um, mm-hmm. But she was, she was a, a famous, famous actress um, in her younger days. Yeah. But yeah, I I um I really enjoy her and I hope that she realized that the movie is not shit and she like really shook things up. And so. Alice is so dumb because it's like she Alice is the worst. I can't <sighs> stand her and like not to like jump into the next movie, but I'm glad she gets hers. Like no thank she you. Is, Peace out, Alice. She is the worst final girl compared to you know Nev Campbell. Or Sydney, you know, compared to like, say, what, like Sydney Prescott, you've got uh, fucking Laurie Strode, you have uh, Nancy, I forget Nancy's last name. Thompson. Nancy Thompson, thank you. I knew you'd know. Um, <laughs> and maybe if you want to say Andy Barkley, <laughs> right? <laughs> he counts. Um, I, yeah, she's probably the most boring. I would probably yeah. go, oh, but that's, that's hard. What is the That's final a- girl's name in in Friday the Thirteenth Part Two? I like her. I don't remember her name. Yeah, and I think it's confusing because I think there's another Alice that shows up or other Nancys, and it just gets so confusing for me. Yeah, between <laughs> movies. Yeah, Nancys um, and Alices are very uh, common common names. And in- yeah, the final girls get get better, but yeah. uh, at least in in this series, final, well, they and- turn into final couples. Yeah, which actually I like less. I do too. I don't need the dude. Just fucking kill him. You know? Yeah. Like, it's a final girl. Come on. Because they really only do. Yeah, you're right. They only do, like, the final girl thing. Like, not that much. Of all the tropes they lean into. Yeah, they have. Usually it's like a like a couple. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't need this fucking dude to live. Like, that's that's how that's how we get stuck with fucking Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> I still know what you did last summer. <laughs> I am so. I, I go back and forth on I love this movie all the time and I shit on it a lot but that's okay I think there's that exi- that exists for people and I oh, love yeah. Freddie Prinze Jr. I so I do know, too. I just want to be real clear. <laughs> Shout out to him. He's great. Um, FPJ. He he. Uh, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, gosh, I just feel like this this fight between um, Alice and 
Mrs. Voorhees, it's like, she just like, you know, Alice just like knocks her down and is like, okay, I guess I'm just going to run to the next cabin now. And then, oh, knock her down. Okay. Off to the next cabin to hide. I'm just like, you're like, kill her. Kill her. Knock her down. She killed all your friends. Have no mercy. Like, and she's not like it's not like when you knock Mrs. Voorhees down. It's not like she's getting up fast, you know. No, it's like like literally the time it takes. <laughs> I don't know. It's so it's it's so bad. But I do I do like this fight a little bit. Um, and gosh, you know, and then you know we talked about it a little bit. What do you think about that ending? Like the ending, I I I think the at the point where Alice figures out that there are dead people is where it really ramps up for me because even like, as soon as you see Mrs. Voorhees and she's introduced and she's like, Oh, I'm a friend of the Christie's. And you know, she like tries to put that ruse, like her slow, Mm -hmm. like movement from like this older woman you can trust into like, Oh no, something's wrong. (laughs) Like something is wrong here. Like that's really great. So um. I, I think the end of this movie is really fun. I love her in that canoe and Jason popping up. Like sometimes I forget that that even happens and I watch it and it, it actually surprises me. Because I swear to God, and I don't know if someone's playing a prank on me maybe, but like I swear every time I watch it, it takes like just a half second longer than I yes. think it's going to happen. Right. So you're like, you're like, I know I see it all the time and I watch it and yeah. I'm like watching. I'm like, you're like, wait, is it, wait, is it happening? happening? And the band yeah. just comes up and you're like, God damn it. I knew that was coming. Yeah, you're like, it's still, it's I've seen still it a million fucking you. times, but it's still, it's still fun. It's still effective. Yeah, I, um, and I just, yeah. And then jumped a little bit past, you know, Mr. Boy, he's getting decapitated. That's always fun. Mm-hmm. I always love a good, always love a good decapitation. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, of course, you know, you got Tom Savini doing the effects on these. Um, I think a lot of the kills are really fun. Um, mm-hmm. I remember watching watching some of the fun, like behind the scenes things where they're showing how how the kills were done. I think that's really. Uh... Did you ever watch that um, long ass documentary? It's called Crystal Lake Memories. Yeah, the one that was narrated by Corey Feldman. No, it was narrated by Corey Feldman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. And then I did um, not realize it's been a long time since I watched it because it's pretty lengthy, but I I've seen it before and I remember just learning so many things and all of that information just went in one ear and right out the other. Now you're not so sure. No, but I was, I was looking at something else that, um, do you remember the name of this? It sucks. I know. I'm sorry, everybody that I'm bringing this up when I don't know the name of it, but there was like a, not like a fan made film, but it was, it was this real low budget film starring all the actors from these Friday the 13th movies themselves. And, or, or like, except for like, maybe like, maybe some of them were playing like, their characters still i think now i remember they were being like the actors playing themselves kind of like a like a new nightmare situation but they didn't have any of the rights to friday the 13th so so jason's not in this movie at all the killer was like an obsessed fan and was referring to them by their character names right and and it was called 13 fanboy that's the name of the movie yes it was not good yeah well we already spoiled it for people so 
<laughs> yeah, it so was there not you good. Go. Don't watch it. Um, yeah. If if we tell you not to watch something, you know it's trash. Um, I did right. not. I did not enjoy that movie, and I enjoyed all of those actors, but like they they were not even they didn't seem invested in that at all like they didn't seem like they were having a good time and i think adrian king either adrian king or your next fine no i think it was adrian king had an actual like stalker in real life i yeah i remember reading about that yeah so that it would not be a fun situation for her to do a movie like that um guinea jenny is the name of the final yes jenny yes I like this movie is real good it's really fun and i still think it's really effective i think um i remember just always thinking just because it didn't have jason it was like eh, i would just always skip it kind of like what you were saying earlier just like wasn't the one you always kind of turned to because when i think friday the 13th like i think final chapter and new blood and Mm -hmm. that really kind of ramp up everything and it's so hard for me to remove like when you have people like Corey Feldman and um, Jesus, Crispin Glover, you know, mm. <laughs> putting in those sorts of kind of performances in the movies later, mm-hmm. it really just just got bonkers and weird. But I um I I don't know. Anything you want to touch base on before we hop into some some booze coins? Um I have some taglines. Love it. I knew that made I thank that- you. <laughs> that may or may not um, sway your your boo score. So, okay. Can you? So now this is this is a newer thing that we're doing with the the taglines. But I think Halloween H two O had seven. I think I remember. So going off of that number, how many taglines do you think there are for this movie? It came out in nineteen eighty. I don't know how big taglines were at the time, but how many do you think there are for this? Movie? Well, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say 13. And you'd be right. Fuck. See, well, yes, there are 13. Okay. There, a lot of them are really bad. I'm, I, I hope that you can guess which one is my favorite. So we're going to, I'm going to read all 13 to you in the order that they are listed. No biases here. Okay. First one is on Friday the 13th. They began to die horribly, one by one. There's a lot of dot, dot, dots in there, so I had was, to do a long pause. Now, I do know in the, well, you know, quote, present day, unquote, right? Like, mm-hmm. we're in the 1980 period of the movie. That is specifically on a Friday the 13th. I do know, this is, but that... And then that's where they do die one by one. That's true. But back in 1958, when people were also dying, technically one by one, because, you know, it's the two. Was that (laughs) on a Friday the 13th? I don't know. So they're clearly, yeah. I don't think so. I think that that just as a a hot take, maybe, maybe the Friday the 13th was what, like, set Mrs. Voorhees off. Like, there was something about that date on the calendar. He was born that day, and she was like, this is this is my cue to just go and kill everyone at Camp Crystal Lake. It's probably just an easy date to remember. Like that's probably when you know, maybe just like the thirteenth of every year. Like that's like when she you know knows to pay her bills. That's when she knows uh you know. So, but when it's a Friday the thirteenth, that's killing time. Yeah, so she maybe like, it's that's... like 
you know, you set your kind of, yeah, you're on, you know, set your calendar mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, okay. Second one. Lucky 13. I think not. It's good. But like is 13, but 13 not lucky, but it's fine. I, <laughs> I would, uh, okay. I would, I will only, only in case I forget, I will sidebar and say that a better tagline would be <laughs> lucky seven. Add six, motherfucker. I took a sip of my of my drink right at that time. <laughs> <laughs> that is so dumb. It's good. Thank you. Um, okay. If you think it brings bad luck, all caps, you don't know the half of it. I do. Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. Kill, kill, kill. Okay. I like that one. The next one is the yeah, the next one is the most confusing for me. Don't make plans for Sunday. Well, I mean be Saturday. Why not Saturday? Or like couldn't you say, yeah, or for yeah, or the for the following Monday or Tuesday or any of the days that lead up to like I guess the next Friday. Because logically, logically it should be Saturday is Yeah. So yeah, no, and that would have that would have been like a a great tagline if it was just mm-hmm. don't make plans for Saturday, <laughs> Friday the thirteenth. That's fun. Yeah. Okay, that's okay. Friday's the last day, so I don't know why it's don't make plans for Sunday. I think we could tweak that one. All right, one by one they disappeared. Why? Is the why <laughs> part of the? Oh, okay, yes. I thought you were asking like why. <laughs> <laughs> one by one they disappear so why i mean yeah i guess you got to watch the movie to find out if you if you care why they're disappearing <laughs> i'm literally crying okay i only read through these once so i didn't really have time to uh to fully process and appreciate them okay um next one don't count on making it to saturday morning so okay there you go. here you go yeah we got saturday they got but there. I, I liked I like don't make plans. Don't make plans for Saturday would have been like chef's kiss. Yeah. Okay. They figured it would be a long summer. What they didn't figure was that it would be a long summer that day. That one's that's a little it's a little long and Complicated. yeah i yeah okay it's it's just a, it's a little it's a mouthful and, and the and the 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 punchline just you know the the that day is also in all caps um always which, just yelling at us the yelling that day um okay you'll only wish it were a wait no you'll wish it were only a nightmare I don't see how that has anything to do with the movie. I think that would have been a more effective tagline after 1984 when Nightmare on Elm Street comes out. Because mm-hmm. when you have a little bit of that kind of, you know, yeah. ingest kind of direct competition, then yeah. because when you hear nightmare, you you just that word just now gets kind of, you know, you, you it, it goes to Freddy. Pull, yeah, pulls up, you know, those sorts of, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I so I think it would have been a much better one for like part four. Mm-hmm. Or part five I agree. or whatever. Yeah, I okay. agree. Fridays will never be the same again. 
Well, I mean, what's a Friday the 13th? So Friday the 13th wouldn't be the same again. Yeah. Unless, you know, because I'm thinking of Friday the 13th, which how many times does that happen? And I wonder if that's why they did it that way, too, because it's like Halloween only. We only know Halloween only happens once a year. There's only one time for murdering. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, sometimes you got one Friday the 13th one year, but sometimes you get a few. So at least that changes it up. So but think of if you had a serial killer that just killed every fucking Friday. Man, that's a lot of killing. That's that's a busy schedule. Like every week. Even us doing this every week is... (laughs) Like yeah, imagine having like, to murder people. Imagine having to travel to some some campsite and go after a bunch of teenagers. I mean, and also like chasing teenagers. Are you kidding? Can't yeah, no, I can't chase anything? You. Yeah, yeah, no, good. No, no. Um. Okay, a twenty-four hour nightmare of terror. I don't know. Yeah, you know. it's there. Okay, next one. They were warned. They are doomed. And on Friday the 13th, nothing will save them. That sounds like Crazy Ralph wrote that one. It does. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like he wrote that tagline. It'd be great if they did like a little like on the poster, like it looks like someone hand wrote it and then it's like dash Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And the last one which i think is definitely contradictory to what you would ever want from a movie you may only see it once but that will be enough no we need you to we need you to watch this a lot and rent rent yeah. it and, you know yeah like yeah, watch i've it. seen it yeah yeah okay so which one which one do you think is my favorite do you even remember all of them there were so many no <laughs> i think mine was the best one like one maybe of the first two, ones maybe I have two favorites and yeah it is it is one of the first ones i like if you think it brings bad luck you don't know the half of it i just think it's so dumb yeah it's pretty good and the you don't know the half of it in all caps love it i also like lucky 13 i think not yeah i like that too i mean i think i like my my, my alteration a little better but i i like yeah i like that too yeah. I yeah. if it were don't make plans for Saturday, then I would be on that one. That would be my my actual favorite. I would slap that on every movie poster. Yeah. I like yeah. that too. Okay. Yeah. Fun stuff. They're fine. It's it's really interesting yeah. because like I wonder just like how many like, you know, like why come up with so many taglines? How does that like is it just for like different like types of like, you know, you know, oh, it, have... it specifies on some of them. It says oh, like, for like one international says, like, releases, the UK for... theatrical mm. tagline. Like, so it like it kind of gives you a little, I guess, depending on the country, they think that one tagline is going to hit harder than the other. But I mean, if it's a good tagline, it should it should just be across the board. Just where maybe what no more did... than three. Did they say what context was for the one that you like, the Lucky 13 one? Because um, I wonder, because I mean, I think there's, I mean, I'm not going to, I'll ask the research team, but I think there's, I think there's some, you know, groups that find 13 to be a lucky number, yeah. like an especially lucky number. So then in that case, the tagline does really work. Mm-hmm. But I would say Lucky 13, 
I would say like like just something like a little little yeah. little shorter, you know. Yeah. Lucky thirteen, get fucked. <laughs> um I I think that's the the fun thing about taglines is they haven't really evolved much no. since they've begun. Like if you if we just put a bunch of them on pieces of paper and put them in a basket, you couldn't guess the year of any of them unless they were specific to like they had the title in the tagline. Yeah. Like, and now I kind of want to do that. <laughs> just read right. read random taglines, like guess guess what it is. So yeah, that's uh I did I did quite a quite a bit of note taking for this one because I really wasn't sure. Um you know, it's a it's a short movie, and hopefully everyone hopefully everyone has has seen it. I I would say if you haven't taken the time to go through this franchise, go ahead and go ahead and dive in. Like, watch a couple. It's October, you know. You watch as many scary movies as possible. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they're all on Paramount Plus. HBO is where I was watching them, or Max, or whatever the fuck you call it now. Mm-hmm. But maybe Paramount Plus too. Yeah, to. Paramount Plus added like everything: Teenage Mutant well, Ninja Turtles, and I was very excited about that. Not a word. Well, um, I definitely paid to rent this movie because stop. No, okay, <laughs> you keep so doing it. Here, here's my uh, the the catch though. So. I have a habit of paying for movies that for some reason I like have services that will stream them for free. I think because I was in Mexico, my options were different than mm. they were in the U S. So I could not watch Friday the 13th for free, but what did show up on Netflix in Mexico was hereditary. So I rewatched that on the airplane and I would not recommend watching that on a plane with someone sitting next to you that you don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I um I don't know if it's still on Hulu, but I thought it was just really charming that one time I watched Hereditary on my my Nintendo Switch, <laughs> and just imagine the scene with just that head, yeah, all the hands and stuff, and like just switching between that and Mario Kart, you know, as I do. It's a it's a it's a wonderful system. Good on you, Nintendo. Yeah, um, yeah. How um. Would you like me to go first with a boo score or would you like to? Gosh, definitely didn't, definitely didn't plan. I liked this particular one a lot more this time around. I'm going to solid three, three boos. Yeah, I think maybe here we are. We made it like, I don't know how many episodes in, but I think we, is this the first time we're going to land on the same boo score? I can I can check right now because guess what? You made fun of me last time, but the boo scale log is complete. Yeah. I love How that. Like it's that? just in your it's just in your notes app. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm transferring it into an official notebook, but that will take aw, some time. I love it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with three. I think it's fun, but I definitely want to make room because I know it's not the best Friday the 13th movie mm-hmm. and we will we'll get there a few from now um mm-hmm. and but god they're they're all still just fun I mean that's the thing it's just like yeah I you know it's funny Ooh. you bring up hereditary right because it's like you know we talk about 
the whole elevated horror situation and then this being really just the complete like antithesis of that um just Mm -hmm. just dumb slasher just kind of mm-hmm. you know exploitation i just think these movies aren't far off from like those like exploitation movies where they're just like no people want to see like violence and well not you know i say people i'm like you know there are uh there's a group of generally mostly immature teenagers mm-hmm. and teenage boys generally that just mm-hmm. want to see violence and boobs and yeah. this movie provides that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, but, like, but, but I do think it's 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 of course, you know, you'd have to think of like how um, how really effective these movies really were as far as like cautionary tales, like trying to tell kids like not no. to have sex. Because I don't think that would have. Do you think that shifted the needle for anybody who was watching this movie? Absolutely not. No. But, if anything, it probably encouraged teenagers to go out in the woods and be dumb because they're like, "Ooh, Jason." Uh, but I do, I do think that there is, you know, the, uh, you know, it's like these movies, and generally, you know, it's, it's, it's the women that get the more, you know, not necessarily gruesome kills, but like, you know, more of like the chase scenes and more of like, mm. you know, the torturous aspects of it. Maybe not so much in this movie because it's a not female this killer. One. Maybe yeah, that's why. Yeah, not in He's like, look, one. I'm just going to get put axes in all your fucking heads. Yeah. He's like, we, yeah. we, I don't discriminate. You all suck. Yeah. Um, we did a line on Final Destination. Oh, we did? We okay. Both, so that makes sense. It's been a while. For that. There's another one that we had a matching score for that we have not, that has been recorded, but not shared yet, not posted. So I won't share which one that is. Um, shows how short my memory span is that's great and also to be fair like i also um not only do i really think of the um yeah i can't and yeah fuck that's such a good movie um (laughs) we we, yeah i think just like damn it i know i know i completely lost my train of thought um i think these movies are a lot of fun just yeah, no, we've got it. Right we've off. got a, We've been in like um. Well, I guess no. We have, De- death becomes her. I, w- I went pretty high on my rating for you. Went pretty high on urban legends. So we we've teetered out of the uh, the two and a half three category a little bit. But uh, it's it's hard to get out of out of that like that middle ground. I don't think of a boost score or sometimes I'll think of a boost score going into this conversation, but I hope people don't mind. I hope people don't mind that we're not as prepared as we no. should be, but I, my boost score usually always changes mid episode. Like you will see, you will say something that will convince me one way mm-hmm. or another, or I'll bring up something. I'm like, oh, you know, that is fucking actually more dope than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, no, or, as soon as you start talking through things, then you're like, oh, actually, you know what? That is kind of profound. I'll give it half a boo for or, that. Or there's one, there's one where, um, and I forget where it shows up on the timeline, so you'll just have to listen for it, where like I start by saying, this movie's fucking incredible. And then at the end, like without, you know, like I give it like a pretty eh, whatever score, like, like a two and a half, you know? And that's, um, no, that was, no, that was, would you rather that's been out already? Yeah. Cause it was, would you rather where I started? You did being go, like, yeah. You did go down on that one mm-hmm. by starting saying like, you know, I kept mine. Just, I kept mine the same. Yeah. I gave so, it three. 
but yeah this this movie's great i like it i highly recommend it to everybody watch it it's a classic it is absolutely like Mm -hmm. halloween or summer classic whenever you want to watch it watch it it's so much fun yeah Yeah, i agree i i think we're aligned in uh the thought that mrs Voorhees doesn't get her due credit for an awesome you know horror villain and um i have a plant that is named after her so Aww. i, I tried like to it. name my biggest my biggest plants the most precious of the babies are all named after um like major serial killers moms so as many Aww. like or like fictional ones not real ones um fictional yeah, like not, yeah so that's we, good you know yeah we we try not to you know true crime yeah we're not we're house. not true crime friends we're, we're not, not fucking crime weirdos people. yeah like, like them. i've i've watched i've watched a lot of documentaries and things on on serial killers and I usually just get sad like it's just yeah. sad so i i'm more interested in it from a psychological perspective of like what was going on like i don't want to hear like i want to know what was going on in their heads like that that part of it but even then you don't have to watch true crime for that um yeah so yeah maybe that that could even be a whole conversation or feelings on true crime mm. they won't be good for me i don't know it's yeah it's funny i just like real murder i'm like i'm good i can separate out from uh, yeah it's hard um, yeah it's easier you know when when you're watching fictional characters get killed it's it's all in good fun you're like give me the most crazy elaborate things you can you can think of and then if anything happens in real life that even sounds painful i'm like oh no i can't watch boxing i can't watch ufc none of that is interesting to me at all i don't want to watch people hurting each other no yeah Yeah. that's fair not fun all right any any final thoughts i feel like we we've uh exhausted all the topics for friday the 13th every single time natalie i'm like you know this might be a short one we'll see i only have (laughs) literally i took one two three four five six seven bullet points that i made across two pages and one of them was would you murder all of them if your kid drowned and looks like dad <laughs> from boy meets world plus mustache and then i underscored mustache because i want to really make sure to remember that and um and mrs Voorhees gets the shaft so i feel like i brought up everything that i needed to um yeah but i um i had way more notes than you did this time but well thanks for carrying us through um for rowing us along on that on that canoe on that canoe um Gosh, happy Friday the 13th, Natalie. Yes, happy Friday the 13th. I hope everyone takes the time to do something fun and spooky and doesn't give in to superstitions. Try to, you know, celebrate a little bit. Watch watch this movie if you haven't already. A a blessed Friday the 13th to you and yours. Three, two, one, ghost. Thanks for listening to our bonus episode on Friday the 13th and celebrating this historic holiday with us. If you'd like to stay updated on what we're up to when we're not plotting revenge on camp counselors, you can follow us on Instagram at 321GhostPod, DM us, and let us know your favorite Friday film. Now you've made it to our 10th episode, and to celebrate, you should leave us a killer review. 
We appreciate and learn from your feedback as long as you give us five stars. You can contact us by email at 321ghostpod at gmail.com to share your thoughts, questions, comments, concerns, or recommend a movie you'd like to hear us chat about. We're also open to bonus episode topics as well, which could be anything really. Just keep it spooky, of course. Thanks again for listening. I hope you make it to Saturday the 14th. Three, two, one, ghost. Ghost.